How do y'all feel about the hate better advertising? What is that? I seen it. Can you explain hate what that better. is to me, uh, D? Yeah, we need to do a little bit more research. Yeah, I, I, I seen know. it and I haven't. But this tell me what it is, or Chandra is gonna get her Charlemagne the God on I and look will, it up as soon as I and tell us what tacos. it is. Look right right I just heard about that, but yeah, I heard about I it, but I didn't it. really get a chance to dive into it. Hate better campaign. That would be funny if we could hear the Facebook comments. Yeah, so. I'm like, yo, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Right? People would be going off. Man. Blackface without a face. Check it out. Okay, I'm going to have to look it up and see what it is. Uncouth Radio, we are here. We are live. We are on the air, man. We got 
special guests in the house today. You know, we got our usual suspects. We got Q the Rebel. We got Jackie Chandra. Hello. And we got my cousin from the Dope Podcast. And, I mean, it's like not just a podcast. It's like a podcast on a whole club and shit, right? Yeah, it's a, a little bit of a little something. Uh, Eight-bit closed fist. Yes, sir. Uh, it's the buzzword. It's the brand, lifestyle brand. Yeah. That's- everybody everybody wants to start one, and I decided to do it, too. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like a lifestyle brand. Start off this podcast, but lifestyle brand for nerds and black nerds and all that fun stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, it was dope because I seen that it's really, like, it's been growing. It's been catching on. Yeah, I think uh, finally, because we've been hosting a few events, just like uh, video game tournaments. Uh, we got a new anime and hookah event coming up uh, soon. Just because of the events, and I think networking has definitely been uh, popping off pretty pretty, pretty quick. Pretty quick. Dope, dope. So if y'all get a chance, man, check out the 8-Bit Close Fist podcast, too. I enjoy listening to it. They be giving me... Like, it's funny, because I haven't been in the gaming in a long time. <laughs> Life and kids change that shit for you, like... But like I get, to, I feel like I get to keep up. Yeah, you know they got the SNES minis and the PlayStation minis and stuff. You get back in there. Well, you know what happened? I bought my daughter a Nintendo Switch. Ah, you stuck. You bought yourself a Nintendo Switch. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my daughter a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, we playing basketball. Right. Like, hold on, hold Me on. and her playing. Right. <laughs> you still learn how to play games. Yeah, just, you go. Actually, it's funny. My dad did the same thing with, and I realize it like now, but. He bought uh, boxing. You know he loved Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Literally, he picked Muhammad Ali, made me play boxing with him all the time. Like, yo, can I play Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Please play Street Fighter. <laughs> it was boxing, boxing, boxing all the time, bro. You even do that with NBA Live. He picked the Utah Jazz. Well, the, the thing is, I can't because she, my daughter is so strong-headed. I'm not – I can't run that game much. She's like, oh, um, I'm about to play Pokemon. Right. Like, like, get up get up my room. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my room. I'm about to play Pokemon. Last one, Dad. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, she like, um, slash game. Yeah. Okay. okay. Did you find us in this? I didn't. Okay, don't, don't worry about it. I'll share, I'll share it. Okay. So, I mean, we might as well jump right to the great debate, right? Let's go. <sighs> Alabama? Is it Alabama and Georgia? Yeah. And it's going to be a couple more. Alabama and Georgia has passed... Very strict anti-abortion laws with no, what is it, no exceptions? None. Like, no real no real exceptions. And also, yeah, and even those, because, like, they said not for rape or not for incest, because that don't count under health. So, all, okay, oh, my God. This is scary, y'all. Like, if you really think about where we are, because what people, I, I hope, you know, I want to explain, and I hope people understand that this is all a setup for the bigger ploy. Them doing it at a statewide, because just to go back and explain, Roe Ro versus Wade made abortion legal, but it was based on statewide. So it's legal based on what your state. So federally, we stay out of it, but the states can make, the their, states own can make their own laws. Most, law, most states have adopted that it would be legal. Now that Trump is in there and he has um, made the Supreme Court conservative, and now that, you know, Alabama and Georgia has decided that they want to do it, they're doing this so somebody can take it to Supreme Court. Because if they take it to Supreme Court, now the Supreme Court can make it law across all 50 states that abortion is illegal because you have now taken this case from a statewide place to 
you know, to right. federal. Right. So that's where we are. So for all the people who think it's only gonna affect Alabama, Alabama, and those rules, it's, it's, it, 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 there is a real chance, and I'm not trying to be alarming, or no, I'm not that, trying to be. What, there's a real chance that they can make this across 50 states. So, <laughs> Agnes, already, if I wanted the government in our guts, we would fuck senators. Okay, That's tough. Agnes. Right, <laughs> I don't understand. But all of them are like the old, old, like old white men. Very old. And I, 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 I don't understand the rape thing. I don't understand why. Like why are they so adamant on? Why are they so adamant on doing this? Those motherfuckers are sick. They're just sick. If, you, if, if you look at the uh, the pictures of all the, the the white men that voted on it, they all look like they're fucked teenagers. Oh, like all, oh, they all look like like they. I'm completely stereotyping. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they all look. They they they, they meet that profile. And the, the thing I never I never understood about people that's that's anti-abortion, motherfuckers be pro guns or pro death penalty. Are you pro life or not? Well, so so that's my thing, and that's why my issue my issue comes from the inconsistency. For sure. Of you know, as I said on my post that I made about it earlier, my issues with the inconsistency. Oh, they say get up on your mic, you. Um, the inconsistencies of you say you pro life, but it's only when it's the fetus. Right. Because you have issues with those same kids that are born getting aid from the government. The same people right. who are pro-life have issues with gun control, which has been literally killing children. Sure. These same people who claim to be pro-life are also pro-death penalty. Yeah. Because, so I'm like, are you pro-life or only pro-this? Yeah. Because if you're pro-life, you wouldn't want, you wouldn't be pro-death penalty. Because if you feel like a life is a life, a life will be a life no matter what, yeah, right? To, and to, no matter to, what state. To, to me, um, uh, um, I, I really respect... Pro-male chauvinist uh, control. I, I, I really uh, respect um, Sonny Holston from The View because she was one of the first people. She like, I'm at, I am anti-abortion with certain conditions. Of course, like she was against stuff like rape. But she's like, but I'm also anti-gun and I'm also anti-death. So she's consistent. So she's consistent pro-life. You got, like, these motherfuckers are so inconsistent. And to me, it's like, they're like 35% Christian. But yeah. I just don't understand. <laughs> right. I I... I don't understand how somebody feels that they can make a decision about somebody else's body, let alone a body that you could never understand. For sure. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you could never understand what a woman goes through. You could never understand what a female deals with when it comes to whatever goes on with her her body, her sexual organs, possible issues with children, all these things, all the the millions of deaths that came from people are going to do it anyway. That, and that's the scary. Anyway. That is the crazy thing. Now, that's the, but scary the good thing. thing about it is, the good thing about this is, I think that we, we may have places like, um, we if they are leaving it up to the state, we still have places like California and other liberal places that if they're leaving it up to the state. Then, then they're gonna have those, you know, protections. We also have doctors who are like very, you know what? We know what's going on. And they're getting what ninety nine years or something like that. Like how long are the doctors yeah. usually do it? Yeah, like ninety nine years right. or something. If they get so COVID. what they're gonna have first is they're gonna have people leaving those states, leaving those states practicing. You also good. I don't think, and thank God, because I think the problem, the issue was um, with the whole 
you know, deaths and different things with abortions. Of course, you know, you didn't have that, um, you didn't have that, uh, medical knowledge you didn't have all that we have so much medical knowledge technology we have all that stuff now that I, i'm not a, i'm not concerned from that end i know that there will be enough doctors who will feel like a woman's body is a woman's body for you Definitely. to be able to go somewhere sure. and be have something safely um done if that's what you needed to do right. what's disturbing is where does it end though I mean, it's like, it makes me feel like we're in China where they're telling people you could only have one right, child. Two, basically. Or whatever. Like, how can you regulate a person's body and reproduction? How do you how do you feel the need to do that? Like, why? Why is that even an issue? And that's what I don't understand. Like, and why, why, why does it bother this? you so much? Have you ever, you know, have you, why does it bother you so much? This, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I could understand, I don't agree, but I can understand why, at least somewhere in the realm of the weird white guy's mind, I can understand why, or not, I don't even want to say just white guy for this one, because I can understand why they would want something like, don't teach them how to have sex because we don't want them to have sex, because they want girls to be virgins forever. I kind of can tell they give But it's it. ignorant, because you, first of all, first of all, you're not gonna, like, like we, we discussed, you're, st- you're trying to stop all these things for whatever reason, you know, medical, incest, all those stuff. You're trying to stop all that, but you're not taking into consideration how, um, when they, first of all, when they, I, I believe it was like in the early 2000s, when the teen birth rate went down because they started allowing other um, conversations about sex and reproduction, contraception yeah, outside of just saying abstinence. Because kids are going to do what they're going to do regardless. We all know this. We all know this. We've all been there. So it's going to happen. Like now, don't, don't, don't let, don't let your kids' friends be their, um, their conversation about reproduction because they don't know nothing. No. Okay. I can remember some very specific things that my friends said to me as high schoolers that were completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So now you give it, now you Our parents told us wrong stuff. Or maybe parents did, but you know, know, but the whole point is, you know, education, education is better. Yes. But I don't think, I I don't know if people think people are just using abortion as birth control. That's what they think. I think they just feel like everybody just going up getting pregnant and then if you don't want the baby, you just get rid of it. Well, here's the thing. I know y'all are speaking on science and, and all the, information we are afforded you also got to remember these same republicans don't believe in climate control right so they use science whenever they feel like it because i was watching the view and megan mccain was like oh y'all want to use the science for climate control but the science says as soon as and i think it was wrong what she said though but she was like the science says as soon as the sperm and the egg meet there's a heartbeat like what no how does that even happen and then they said, and it's funny because they said you can't abort past six weeks, and like most people don't even find out before their six weeks. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, because that means you got like a month after you have sex and one week. Yeah. This, this is what I think. It's so disturbing. I mean, because we I'm really upset. kind of put our head of like, oh, white people. I mean, so I think that they feel like this is like because they so fucked up. This is like their last resort to feel safe. Yeah, that, and that's funny because that's what Agni and Nisha they said they feel like they they are like the last ditch effort to stop the browning of America. No, no, like no I'm, I'm talking about feel safe like as far as religious because they're, oh. they're, they're hiding behind because, their because think about it, they like so like anti God on everything else. For sure, 
this is like their last uh-huh. sense of their last moral support, last moral thing of uh, uh, validation of their Christianity. Because everything else we already know is like completely against. Yeah, we putting kids in cages for being immigrants. I mean, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, that shit up alone. <laughs> if you got the heartbeat for like a certain amount of years, gonna give a shit. But like that. One week, that six weeks. Yeah, yeah, we care. Because, because think about it. This is like the only thing they really kind of press hard on the Bible on. Like they, everything else, they ignore the Bible. Yeah. And when we talk about death, like the death penalty and everything, For it, sure. everything else. But this is the one thing, like, they feel like they, they and, and you know, and, and still and it's interesting that you bring that up, too, because, like, bringing up the Bible, too, it also means to me, and this is what's probably one of the things that make me most uncomfortable about this legislation is y'all is just y'all doing legislation based on religion yeah i thought we decided to separate church and state what happened to that i mean y'all know that was never real for of sure course not. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened like how come it what, what, when y'all decide now oh it's it's like okay so this stuff is well yeah. you know what i personally feel like the bible says thou shalt not kill right yeah i mean that's a fact so when we have these people Killing up people with guns. There's nothing we can do about that. That's why I say, like, like so it doesn't make, it doesn't make they, sense. They're they also pro war. I forgot. Yeah. Like, 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 like <laughs> if you think of, that shit not kill unless you Muslim. Like, like, like <laughs> that's like I think kill. they think All it's an asterisk. Like, yeah. They only pro life while you're in the womb. <laughs> After that, they so anti your life. Agnes, right. that's a great point. That's exactly how I feel. She said, "I hate the fact that they want to force people to have kids, but don't want to fund daycare, healthcare, Section Eight." Food stamps or anything required to take mm-hmm. care of the children. They don't want poor people to fuck, but they, but you poor. What is what else is there to do? <laughs> Good old Agnes. Hey, hey, hey. We talked about we that. We did talk about that. Why people have that? so many kids? We, we, we're talking about why poor people. Why in different? Then, why poor people like have so, so many, many kids? kids. Yeah. But we were saying like from that standpoint, the stress relief. Yeah, it, it, it's a stress relief. So yeah. ain't nothing else to do. Yeah. Then fuck. Yeah. I mean, it might be temporary, but... But, yeah. It's still... It's it's still, still but the kids ain't temporary. No, the kids are temporary. Uh, Ron said what they are saying is we make the rules up as we go. What y'all gonna do about it? You're right, Ron. You're that right. is what Where I wonder, you, though. Let's, I mean, you? Why are you not here? at the end of the day, right, let's just say it's successful. There's no more... Abortion is illegal. Mm-hmm. What do you think we're just gonna eventually just be like, all right, well, abortion is illegal. Do you think it's just gonna end? Do you no, think people no, are gonna no, take it? People are not gonna care? No, it's not. That's what I, that's what I was saying. I don't think it's gonna go back to to that era, but it, it is definitely gonna. Go, people are gonna practice illegal abortion. It's gonna I, be I, illegal safe abortion. Nope, I don't think it's gonna be illegal safe. I think it's gonna go back to what. Clinton you think it's talking. like I'm gonna be in the back in the back? Well, uh, yes, because if they talk about well, no, this is why because they're talking about punishing doctors for giving them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they said they'll put doctors actually in jail. So even for then, life. for life. So that means you are gonna have niggas like I'm going I got my little bush cutting in the back of this Astro van. For sure. Getting here, let me. Oh, yeah, so like. Unsanitary. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna be. Y'all think this man? Or or, or, or or a lot of women gonna like do things to call miscarriages on purpose. Yeah, yeah for sure. They Which said they kind of already drain on like, shit like, back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So 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 they gonna start doing. I, mean, I don't think people understand. I don't. I, well, y'all probably hey man, we should all buy about. Plan B stock. That shit about to go <laughs> the fuck up because that's gonna be like your only chance. That yeah. really that's is that about shit. to go crazy. <laughs> because, because, because they also like anti birth control. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's so, so you're anti birth control. So so what is the, what's the thing? Just ha- just have kids? Like just have kids or don't have sex? They don't. Like die. what is? I need to, I need to know. I need to you know. You need to understand the end game. I need 
need to understand Endgame. I don't. I really don't understand it. Well, I'm going to tell y'all this, and I told y'all this before. That's you know, I I I I didn't foresee this whole abortion thing, but I I was like, I saw I saw what they were doing with women's reproductive rights. I saw what Trump was doing. I saw a lot. I saw that. I saw what happened. So you know, I I I, I took some some personal precautions For sure. For because sure. I saw it. We saw what he we, we saw what they were saying. We didn't. I didn't really go as far as we saw the whole. We heard the whole thing about the Supreme Court, but I didn't. Now it's like you have no choice over your body. Now, first of all, you're telling me, okay, all right. So if we're talking about the abortion procedure, okay, fine. Like let's, okay, fine. But now we're saying I don't even have the right to 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 control whether or not I want to have a child outside of me just not having sex. Right. And I'm talking about even with your spouse. Like if I just I get married and I decide I want to be married for a year or whatever my personal decision is, sure. as between me and my husband. We can't make that decision because the government is not controlling my fallopian tubes. Yeah. Are they going to eventually? Like, Control they, your fallopian tubes? Are they? I feel like they might make that illegal look, or something, look, too. Like, look. I feel like, like, is this the last stop? Like, what can go worse? Right. Well, and that's the yeah. thing because this opens up Pandora's box yeah. to them being able to legislate as many things on, and when it comes this to women's why, bodies for sure. as possible. Why. Look, y'all, y'all might want to be high and mighty with y'all votes and all that. Right. Get y'all ass out there and vote next year, November. Because, like I said, we got, I think we got two Supreme Courts that, that's holding on. Mm-hmm. They trying to hold on as long as possible. If Trump get another term, he's definitely going to... Uh, get two more Supreme Court seats. He's definitely going to get two more. And those are lifetime appointments. Those are life, That's why I tried to tell y'all, y'all was on that Hillary bullshit. But I take four years of Hillary versus a lifetime of... What, what's your boy name? Uh, uh, Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. No, yeah, yeah, Kavanaugh. Uh, not, like we stuck. And, 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 was the other and those dudes are young too. Yeah, yeah. they're young. They like early four, like early fifty. I think an exception of maybe three people. Literally everyone I talked to said um, they both bad. So I'm not voting for either one. Talk about Donald Trump. Yeah, they both said. They both bad. I'm not voting for either one. The lesser evils argument. Yeah, what the they're gonna do for neither one of them are gonna do something for us. Uh, so it don't matter. Um, basically, just it don't matter. Don't matter arguments. But this is the thing. Now you see the actual effects of because I didn't fuck with Hillary on a no altruistic we, level. We got we got to pick. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fuck with Hillary on nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, one thing I said during the elections, and Quincy said during the elections. We were clear about was it's bigger than just Hillary and Trump because they're going to have Supreme Court seats up sure. because they stole one from Barack Obama. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And real stuff is going to happen, like real life effects from this is going to happen. That clearly are real life effects that are going to last. They're going to have lasting effects and, 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 and until the Supreme Court, the justices that's in there, die off. But like me and Dan saying, they like in their fifties, so oh, yeah. they probably not going anywhere for another. 30 at least years. thirty years. You talking about years. two for at least thirty years? That can keep it, uh, and then that means if you get a Democrat in and we get these two seats, then you can get it back. If you get a Democrat in in twenty twenty, and that's the thing, Democrats have been so cannibalized against each other. Like you got motherfuckers like Sean King trying to destroy Biden before we get to the primaries. I'm like, I understand Bernie is your guy. But it's like you're trying to make Biden look unelectable. You're trying to make Kamala Harris yeah. look unelectable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I would rather go, this is my preference, and this is why, versus going on a yeah. a destructive Because we know, no matter what, the Republicans are going to roll with Trump again. For sure. And and it's crazy because everything, like, you know, I, I've, I've been on the cops page arguing with Trump supporters, and everything that they said, I was like, it's so much shit that they spewed as factually incorrect. And when you give them the facts, they are the cognitive dissonance is really like on some soul. Yes, literally, dog. Like it's literally. the craziest thing because I'm like, hey, yo, like you talk about this tax break, this like, is what it really gave like, you. This is literally it right here. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> literally, they don't take it. I mean, because that's what the president yeah, do. The he did the same line, thing. Though, bottom line, although they might not agree with how Trump doing things, because we all know the Reagan Republicans, <clears throat> they hated Russia. Yeah, but. Trump make them feel superior. For sure. And that's the bottom line. Yeah. As much everybody is... And that's why real information don't matter. Yeah, that's why the real information don't matter. Because he makes white people feel superior. For sure. And that's why no matter what he says, whether they agree with him or not, they know that in the end, he, although he might not agree with them, he'll look, he'll look out for them before anyone else. That's true. This is why it's so hard to... to battle or convert because first feelings matter right feeling is number one selling point yeah. ever period yeah so for everything so if he making them feel good that's it which is why i question that's like, crazy too is like with kamala harris right um and she has that that black uh prosecutor um statistic out there yeah and no one has made black people really feel fantastic obama uh, for some people who were slightly interested in politics to begin with. But if you yeah. weren't interested in politics to begin with and Obama was president, a lot of black people still didn't feel like their life changed. So is there any way out of that? Like, because of that, are we just going to look at everybody who's not 1,000% pro-black, perfect, perfect. we're just going to be like, eh, cognitive dissonance, not going to vote for either one of them. because He's not going to care for me, she's not going to care for me. Neither one of no no one's gonna care for me, so I'm just not gonna vote for anybody. Like I feel like that's just gonna be a lot of the future. Yeah, for most most. Until um, you get AOC most, in there and her 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 millennials, right? Her millennials. Her millennials. Her <laughs> I do feel like the generation and age, almost at least for a lot of black people now, speak more to them than actual their their culture and actual ethnicity like I feel like their age a lot of times like I get what you're saying and who they in like the the era that they're in and like the people that they're around are more so just their age not necessarily their color I feel like they vibe with that and they resonate with that more than actual ethnicity and traditions and and culture really. well yeah because you have now like you say you have like the millennials the LGBT like there's so many other things to identify for as sure that will be your group before now, it's just now, black white Hispanic Latino yeah. now, now, now I said I said the, the the dilemma, and me and Dame, I don't know if we discussed this on there, I know we discussed it off there, that the dilemma will be for many of us in the primaries, do we vote our best interest or do we vote the person that, that could beat Trump? Because I think Biden could beat Trump, but Biden probably the least person I would want to win. I, I agree with as far as <laughs> policies. policies and the primary, so that that that's gonna be a dilemma that we all are, are probably gonna be faced because he whooping Trump ass in like every poll. It's not even close because a lot of moderate Republicans are gonna vote for Biden. 
So that should tell you something about his policy. If moderate Republicans feel Biden is appealing, so but if you vote for if we vote for somebody that we pretty sure is not going to win, is it really the, is it really a point then? No, and that's what I mean no, about you had so many people, the yeah. Jill Stein voters and yeah. all those Green Party people who were voting like again. To me, it was like a lot of Democrats voting with their heart and that moral superiority yeah. bullshit and, and voting like, I'm keeping my vote. Sounds for, great. Yeah. But like, <laughs> is that, At this point, it's tough. Like, we, 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 we're in the end game now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, exactly. and I feel like, and that's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans because the Republicans are down there like, I will give off. For anything sure. I would do everything I don't agree with if I can get this one thing. Right. Yeah. Like, like, Republicans are such one-issue voters. They'll be like, I don't care how many of things I don't disagree with Trump. He's Republican one. That's the first thing. He's Republican, and I agree and with the economy. <laughs> he's Republican, and I agree with his immigration. Yeah, sure. they're, they're they're really one. Or it'll be just you know whatever. But yeah, I I agree with that. I think that, but I think that at this point we have to understand that whomever runs against him will be in our better interest more than him. For sure. So yeah. we at this point, yeah, and we know that's at the least. We know that at, yeah. that, like, at like, the yeah. least. Like, yeah, like the worst case the, scenario. The worst case for scenario. Sure. Anybody else who is running, they're going to be better for us than he is. Yeah. yeah. So because, that's how I guess I would have to. Because, because I don't, I don't, I don't think Trump would be Biden. Because that 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 Bible Belt area, they love they, they love Biden. Yeah. I mean, like that—that's how Obama was able to scoop up Ohio and Iowa and Pennsylvania. You know, that—that's why that was such a strategic move that Obama made Biden his, his VP because those states that he probably wouldn't have won if he chose anyone else. For sure, Joe Biden was able to, to pull him through, and that's why if you see Trump is doing—he attacking Biden. He ain't really attacking nobody else. So he's not attacking Beto. Yeah, you know. He could, because he he knows that Biden appeals to a lot of the same people he appealed to. Well, we saw off top when he got that endorsement from the the firemen, um, the the big firemen from yeah. the National Firemen Association. Oh, oh yeah, like me too. Yeah, that was like he had the like, and you know, that struck your insecurity. I'm gonna say yeah. Biden knows how to strike those insecurities, and when we come talking about electability, because you know there's some people who are like, we let polls tell us who to vote for. If we just decide we not voting for them, I'm like that's kind of what happened last time. For sure, with, with Hillary, like that's kind of like like okay, as much as polls aren't always 100 percent correct, the polls can't aren't going to be that off where Biden would be that much of a front runner in front of all the Democrats, that much of a front runner in front of Trump. So the thing is, he's not the best Democrat out of the Democratic field to me. No, he's not. But he's the best out of the field to beat Trump. Trump. The yeah, winner. Yeah. You gotta you gotta go with who you think. At this point, yeah. Stands a At this chance. point we that we have to. For sure. Because there's so many different there are so many different choices, but we don't wanna be stuck to where we were when he won last but, time. But, well Agnes has she said I ask this every year, what are black people asking for from this presidential candidate? Because we're known to give give our way a vote willy nilly and don't ask for shit and but stay complaining. And uh, Ron said, we need more funding for our schools. We need assistance with decent housing. Next, we address a plan to assist more uh, small black-owned businesses that do business in their community. And I agree with that. But my thing is this. Even if we vote for Democrats, if we not vote for Democrats, do we think not voting for Democrats is going to push that agenda forward? Exactly. Like, that's kind of the yeah. question you have to ask. No, yeah. Like, even if you feel like, oh, the Democrats ain't giving a shit, and I agree. For sure. 
do you feel like not voting and letting Trump get in is is it anyway at least going to like I feel yeah, like better. if yeah. you have Biden, you have Simone Sanders is going to be in the White House then too. Yeah. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is probably going to be in the White House. Stacey Abrams and Kamala are probably going to be yeah. in the White House. So I feel like, do you feel like you have a better shot of any of those things being addressed in that agenda by exactly. voting for They're Biden not. than exactly. not and letting Trump continue just to hold your moral superiority? Like, well, I'm not voting for either one because neither one. Because I, I feel like that this. argument. That argument don't work right now. No. no. It don't what, work, what, period. What, what, that what, argument what, don't work what, at all. What, 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 <laughs> it all what, it doesn't, what, especially yeah. right now. And, 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 the reason why, and the reason why it doesn't work is because, Repub- like Dame said, Republicans vote no matter what. But, and I've said this because I've researched it and i studied it, low, ver- low voter turnout, Republican president. High voter turnout, Democrat president. So when you don't vote, that's actually a vote for oh, a Republican. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all can research it, do the numbers. For like, sure. like, 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 like Hillary lost. I think, I think, I think she lost in some counties by like uh, in Michigan, like seventy thousand votes. Mm-hmm. But they said two hundred and fifty thousand less people voted that had previously voted for oh, Obama. Yeah. So it the, the the statistics are there. You don't vote, you pretty much. Asking for a Republican president. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like that's what happened because it was literally so many people. You had the the people who were like, I'm Bernie, Bernie or bust. So yeah. since Bernie get in, I'm not voting. Then you had the people who like, I don't fuck with Hillary. And like, I get it. But like I said, I think we needed to have a better understanding of what a Trump presidency with those two uh, Supreme Court seats really mean. Mm-hmm. Not just to to us as Americans, but really to us as black people, as minorities, Man. immigrants, women, like, like, like we have literally gave the oppressor more power and more ammunition, more gas in the driver's seats to Man. do and make the laws they want to do to continue to redline. We gave them more, um, and we gave them more ammo to be able to change the districts to Republican districts to keep them in power longer. Like we gave them more power to continue to keep shit at least if you say with Democrats, there's um, change, but it's slower. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have slower change than opposition to the change. For sure. Where we're not getting anything. Reverse. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's where we are, yeah. Exactly. No, I, I definitely feel that. I think people need to understand also that you got to think more so than long term. A lot of people fail to consider, again, the Supreme Court and all the many laws that get passed along the way. And the people that get elected because of the president. Nobody loves, I mean, we anyway don't love Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she is better than Donald Trump. And y'all had to know that. I I, I saw saw, um, Agnes comment about she she vote locally because she feels that's more direct impact on it. The only thing is that works if this was a type of a different Republican president. Yeah. This motherfucker is borderline dictatorship. He already told Congress, fuck y'all. Yeah. We're not answering to subpoenas. We don't, all, all the checks and balances, the Constitution is on the line right now. For sure. So, Especially now. So, so, so if you think his dictatorship is not going to affect us, it, it's just going to stop at, at a certain level, you're completely mistaken. Yeah. Because we did, this is, this is a different beast than anything we have experienced oh, in, yeah. in, in, in our lifetime. This dude is pretty much saying, fuck y'all Constitution. I'm running this. Yeah. I'm, I'm running this. There's yeah. no checks and balances at, at, at this point. So, 
And then you have people in the Senate trying to say they Sikhs. That's backing them up on the shit. Yeah. Like, 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 like they telling people to pretty much ignore your subpoena and like and break the law. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. So, 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 so voting locally is important. I don't want people to think we're saying that voting locally. Voting locally is important. Yeah. But we can't fall on the we're only voting locally. I don't care about the presidency because this is a time where not voting for the president is even going to affect us locally. Literally. If you have not noticed, <laughs> this president has fucked up your taxes where you can't even do itemized shit and, to get your certain write-offs as for time out. He punished certain states because they was pro-immigration. So he like 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 he's looking to punish states who are pro-immigration. Or, or like 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 the wildfires. You know why he didn't come and help doing the wildfires? Because California didn't vote against him. Yeah. I mean, because because California didn't vote. Yeah. Because yeah, because people in California are against him. Like he punishing states that are against him. That's why I say we're dealing with a whole different beast right now. It's not your typical, you know. All follow, that stuff would be normal. Okay. Oh, yes, oh. I'm you know, he's still. This is impeachment. not business as usual. This is not political business as this usual. Is, Again, we're in the end game. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're dealing with a borderline dictatorship. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's why I get it. I. I Voting locally is fantastic. You should do both. I and mean, you, you can do both, and you can do both. And not only that, like the thing, the thing that people have to understand is, you know, it, it takes a while. But when you do put pressure on those senators and those representatives and those congressmen, they care about the constituents because they want those seats. So we saw certain things that were changing when they started going to those town hall meetings with the white people, going to the town hall meetings, uh, yelling about their Obamacare and. All this kind of stuff, and they had to go and say, "No, we're not." You know what I mean? Okay, they took a stand. So yes, when we take a stand as a people at that local level and put pressure on them, of course that that those little things are little victories. Like we have to do what we have to do. But when it comes time for this presidency, like legit, we need to like get him out, like for the, sure. by any means necessary. What what um what's his name said? At all costs. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Janita said, I actually got a higher refund this year. Okay, so let me explain that real quick, Janita. A lot of people are going to get higher refunds for the next four years, I think it is. Mm-hmm. For the next four years, you're going to get higher refunds, and then after that, they're going to get it back in the wash. Because the way that tax break worked, it, it was good for um, regular people for the next four years, but then it goes to the um, corporations. It That break works for them for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And what was supposed to happen was the break that goes to them for 10 years was supposed to infuse them with this large amount of money, and that large amount of money was supposed to go back to the workers. So they're like, they're saying happens. like, we gave you this tax break so you can get more money to pay your people <laughs> higher wages. Which and then what happened happens. was the money came back to them because there was nothing in this tax break that said you had to give those wages to your workers. They just depended on people to be you nice and give. So a couple of companies gave bonuses, but everybody else took that money and bought their own stocks back. Just to make themselves richer. Right. So so basically what happens is it made the billionaires and the trillionaires richer. And it's going to give you guys a, a, a slightly higher um, refund for the next four years. And then after that, it's a wrap. And they're going to... Um, the way it reverts, I think when I read in the CBO, the way it reverts after that four years, they're going to take more taxes from you after the four-year break is over. Just to give you a, um, a quick explanation of that. <clears throat> Uh, Ron said, this has been a dictatorship front as a democracy, at least um, to black people. And I agree with that. But like I said, even right. like, I think there has to be yeah, two fronts. Yeah, I think there has to be two fronts, though. <laughs> there has to be that, the front of where we are trying to bring down this system, 
but there also has to be the front where while this system is in place, we need to try to do something to help ourselves and utilize systems. So we can't we can't talk about Republican cognitive dis- cognitive dissonance and then not talk about our own cognitive dissonance. We can't say, well, the system is fucked up, so I'm just going to do nothing because the system is not for it, us. I mean, because if that was the case, then we wouldn't have had moved on a little. We wouldn't have been able to move on from Jim Crow. We wouldn't have been able to vote. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have, so, so we have to also admit that though it's slow and fucking terrible, we working in the system and having more people that are on our side in the system uh, uh, has helped to move uh, the ball forward for black people some. Aren't we the first generation with all our rights? We're the first generation with all of our rights as Americans. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like the people that's our age, like like I think 37, 36 and up. I mean, first generation born with all of our rights. It's real simple, right? Most of the time, like if you are selling the product and all the people selling your product look and act and talk a certain way, right? You're going to start selling to those people. We're the people that are saying, we don't care. We don't want that product. You know what I'm saying? So why would any of the senators, why would any of the people start to start making policies for us if we are literally saying, ah, we don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, do people think that they don't know that that is the general mindset that a lot of people, that a lot of us have? All right, right, right. But they can see that. They know that. You know what I'm saying? They know that we check, I don't care, you know what I'm saying, on all the boxes all the time. Why would they well, and worry and, about that? And, 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 and to me, that goes to even how the Democrats treat us. The Democrats know they're going to get our vote, so we're not holding their feet to the fire saying, you're not going to get our vote unless you give us X, Y, and Z. For sure. And that part, we can't blame on the government. That's the part we got to blame on ourselves. For sure. Like, that's the part we have to take responsibility for. Like, that part is on us. Mm-hmm. Like, the part where we have to say, yo, if y'all want this black vote, y'all need to give us this, that, and the third. And really make them feel like, because we have seen how the black vote has shifted elections during the midterms. We have seen how specifically the black woman's vote has uh, shifted yeah. elections. So if we want to make sure that we get what we need, we have to stand up and say, all right, if y'all want our vote, y'all have to give us X, Y, and Z. Sure. We can't just say, well, they get a black vote and they're not going to do nothing, so we all not going to give a fuck. Because sure. I don't think that is the answer, especially sure. if we're not saying, like, everybody talking about we need to end this Constitution. All right, if y'all niggas ain't talking about getting guns and revolting for real, for real, then we have to do another way. For because sure. this country only understands two languages. Money and violence. Mm-hmm. So either we gonna hit motherfuckers in their pockets and, and get what we need that way, or we gonna go the violent route and we gonna do some Paul Revere's coming type shit. <laughs> Until we decide to do the Paul Revere's coming type shit, then I think we need to figure out how, how we gonna survive and dwell within this system and, and put more people, like like I always say, building our own super PACs, running our own politicians who know that they're homegrown, they're from us, and they're not beholden to big pharma. They're not beholden to big tobacco. They're not beholden to big oil because we are the ones who have put the money, like we got black millionaires, black billionaires now who can run their own super PACs and run their own people for the government. That's Until we do that, though, we we need to start having other plans in faith as opposed to just saying lesser two evils because that shit is not going to help us. Uh, but I, I think... I think now we're kind of in a better position to hold uh, a Democrat president accountable because we are voting in more extreme uh, senates, yeah, and and uh, Congress members who 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 have spoke out against Obama, yeah, who, who are not afraid to uh, speak out against the normal norms that you know normally people from the Democratic Party would speak out against, but. I think, especially this last election, we really have put, you know, a lot of, especially the women in office who who are not afraid to go and speak out and and and, and hold a party accountable for, uh, you know, different things that that 
you know, 20 years ago, people just probably would not say nothing, just went with the, the regular Democratic agenda. But what do you think will actually make the mindset change? Like, what? Because I mean, Donald Trump is probably, you know, Honestly, say, that's the worst. Huh? I think it's y'all generation. Yeah? I think it's y'all. Because we are in between our parents and y'all. Right? For sure. I think y'all are a little more progressive than us. Y'all a, a lot. So so you think old black Democrats are really like Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really think about it, For sure. they don't like gays. For sure. <laughs> they base a lot of their stuff that they vote on in religion. So older black Democrats are really more like Republicans than they know, right? Yeah. And they even economically line up with Republicans a lot. Definitely. Now us, we're probably like a lot of them love Hillary. Love Hillary. Right? A lot of older black folks yeah. love Hillary. So us, I think we're more in the uh, more in the middle. Right. We're a little more progressive, not as conservative, but y'all or what they call in the radical left. For sure. Like your generation, AOC and. And um, what's her name? Ilhan Omar and mm-hmm. the ones that they're trying to demonize yeah. because they come to try to make real change. Big change. Because you got a lot of people who are still going into Congress and Senate who like, oh, this is how we do things. You don't try to leap, jump the line. And then mm-hmm. like AOC and them like, fuck that. We here to actually make change. So like, like our people voted us in here for a reason. So we're not going to come in here and be quiet. I we- thought for, for the longest, I thought maybe, maybe definitely our generation. We got Information obviously eat out of fingers. Well, and y'all just like even me looking at people your age, like looking at y'all pages and looking at y'all thoughts on certain. Y'all are a lot more progressive for sure than we are. Like y'all progressive to the point where people think it's radical. They think it's radical that you're a straight black man who just don't have a problem with gay people. Right, right, right. No, legit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, think about that. Like for from sure. the standpoint of like our parents and standpoint of those older than us, people would think, oh, you wild sure. just because. You don't have a problem with For gay sure. people. Mm-hmm. You don't have a problem with gay marriage. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, your regular progression but, looks like radicalism. Like, right, like, right, right. Like, I think I think your generation will vote a gay president. Yeah. With no problem. Oh and, no, and, and, yeah, and, I and, and wouldn't even think about the gay part. For sure. Like, 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 like that wouldn't be like they would completely overlook that. It would be probably our generation on back. That probably well, well, you know, he gay, I but think, but. I, Oh, go ahead. I feel like, I, yeah, I think our generation would definitely get out there and vote and be more active. But I don't know if young black people will be more interested in voting in our interest specifically. Because I feel like a lot of our my generation, and especially the next generation coming up, um, see... They don't really see black culture. It's just normal. It's just it's just culture. It's just yeah. America. Well, it's just with. stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Even before, like the... Simplest thing, like I see kids, like with me growing up, it was hip hop, right? I see hip hop, it was BT basement, you know what I'm saying? I used to see uh, a bunch of black people wearing it, the clothes, how they talk, etc. But now when kids seeing it right now, it's like a lot of times it's just from YouTube and it's a white dude that's rapping, you know what I'm saying? It's a white dude that's like taking the culture, it's like an Asian dude. So I feel like it's just all mixing, it's just hip hop now. It's not hip hop from my, the next generation's perspective. Way different from hip hop from your yeah. perspective. Yeah, that's okay. a good so point. So I feel like they're just gonna maybe vote and be more active. I don't know how in tune with how how in tune with black culture they will be. Yeah, in tune with black issues they will. Yeah, because I don't know, I because, because a lot of those kids view, consider themselves post racial. 
for sure. Yeah, I think I I was having a discussion with my nephew um, the other day, and um, he's very aware of our culture. He's very aware of the issues that young black men face. He's he's very aware, and I think that comes from us. Yeah. That also comes from the availability of um, information. information. You know, it, it's ama- it's amazing the conversations I have with him as a fifteen year old. He was even talking to me about how you know one of his how he does like I don't feel like I'm friends with racist people, but I feel like you know they're very just very accepting of racial ideas without understanding yeah. how it affects us. I mean, this is a fifteen year old I'm talking to, talking to. So I, I don't know if it's it's a general thing, but as far as w- with him, those are the kind of conversations that we've had. Um, well, I definitely think, I definitely, well, say, I definitely think we have those conversations earlier, and yeah. I think it is a mixture of kids like that, mm-hmm. and kids what, like y'all were Shahidi, yeah. you know what I'm saying, right, and, right. Then, and it's the other side of the post-racial right. kids. Exactly. Who, who just who, uh, you know we, 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 we all, all we are people. We are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, working at a high school, I, I think I think I would say. Yeah, I, I think it's a mix. No, I think a lot of them don't get it. They just don't uh, because get it. because they they they're a little removed from it. Yeah, they're a little like removed. it's cool. Look, Life it's is little, cool. You gotta understand when we was kids, when we was like ten or so, that was only twenty years since Dr. King was assassinated. That's crazy. You know, For sure. I mean, we think like nineteen eighties, but if you grew up in the eighties, we was we was still feeling. The effects, of, the, the, yeah. the effects of a lot of shit, you know. Uh, Especially if you're in the um, South. Um, I, I remember learning about the apartheid in yeah. in, in um, South uh, Africa, but where where you know I remember Ronald Reagan, you know, speeches demonizing um, Nelson Mandela yeah. back then. Yeah. So we still kind of have a. Uh, we, we 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 were removed from, but we still was. There's a connection. It, it, there was still some crumbs there that we was still getting on us. This and you got to think about it too, because we lived through like the first YouTube yeah. meeting, like Rodney King. Yeah, oh, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like literally, right. like yeah. the first. Yeah, we like 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 we we remember Latasha Harley. Yeah, you know. Um, but so we are still connected. Yeah, racially yeah, and, and then to he 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 brought out the point of hip hop because of. Our generation in that era, we had EPMD. We had rappers who was, you know, uh, uh, political, yeah, like public yeah, enemy. Yeah. Most, that, most that, of that, them. That, that, yeah. 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 Queen Latifah. Yeah. I mean, so we still had, w. and then, you know, the gangster rapping had came out and th- there was a message in there, you know? Yeah, even then. Yeah. So... Now that they're so like far removed, I think it's really on us to really keep them informed. And it is, and, 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 and I think and, it's on and, us. And I talk about this all the time. We gotta really be the OGs. It's on us to bridge that gap. It's mm-hmm. on us to bridge that gap with the generation below us and the generation below them. And I think because that's one of the things that the guys above us, I don't think they did a great job of. They didn't do a great job of bridging the gap. Like, remember, the older cats were just like, I don't like that rap shit. Fuck that. For sure. And they was off it. Right? <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that was it. Yeah. So there was no more conversation. I think we are at least trying to continue the conversation and trying to, because, I mean, even me, like, thinking about the shit that I used to do and say in high school, it took so much for me to reprogram myself out of the shit that was the cultural norm to us back then. Like, for sure. 
it was nothing to say some wild homophobic shit. Yeah, it was the regular word. It was yeah. our generation started that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. like now it was, you get suspended shit. You get yeah. kicked out of school, saying Yeah, shit. but like it was wild homophobic. It was wild yeah. like racial. Like we was wild, yeah, but sure. we didn't we didn't realize it. So now yeah. I think we're in a place where people try to say it's over PC. I don't think it is. I think we're getting to a place where. We're starting to care about other people. For sure. I hate that people say that. Yeah. I mean, go back and look at uh, old episodes of uh, the Jeffersons. And, um, and what's his name? Archie Bunker. For they sure. used to say some of the racist shit. For sure. Yeah. On those shows. Yeah. And it was no problem. You would never see that on TV. For sure. I really, re- <laughs> just sitting down like two weeks ago, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. I really used to say African booty scratchers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Hey, hold up, hold up. Real shit. <laughs> it was literally in the movie. It was and, in Boys and, 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 and you think about I thought I thought, of, I thought about that like the last month or so as well. Like I was I, I realized how like what made me think like some any I, there was a girl from Nigeria in like my fifth grade class. And people used to say some of the meanest shit because there was something about us. That made us think like if he was from Africa, it was a bad thing. Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that means that show you how early we was programmed to the legit. bullshit. Yeah, it literally. Because think about it, what was our earliest view of Africa? Our earliest view of Africa wasn't the riches. It wasn't the resources. Yeah. Our earliest view of Africa was Ethiopian kids with flies on them eating For oatmeal sure. with their hands out of yeah. those little cups. Or slave. Or slave. That's like all, literally, that, that's all. That's, that's all, we ever... all our connection to Africa was. It wasn't until I was probably over thirty years Legit. old that I how beautiful <laughs> Africa was. Legit. I was at least nineteen years old. I'm like, yo, they got. They were. I'm pretty sure yeah, I've like was, legit asked like out loud one day. Like they were like they got buildings and shit yeah. in Africa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it was. It was when I got in college as well. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" Because the the homegirl was from Nigeria. She's like, "Oh, look at my country. Oh shit, they got like right, right. <laughs> they got technology. Downtown. Yeah, but that shows you how early the programming for us for the self hate shit started. Yeah, because we were we really thought being from Africa was a bad thing, which sure. means that we think our beginning is a bad thing for sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were taught, and, and you know, you just made me think about something. I remember one of my we had a substitute teacher crazy shit she said now think about like how necessary slavery was because you guys would be hungry that's fucking yeah. crazy damn <laughs> you guys would be them kids hungry in africa if slavery didn't happen that's and look how well up. you live so, y'all just like probably like yeah, like, yeah that makes some sense that makes some sense and that this is your fucking teacher bro. yeah yeah like, you know what i'm saying that's what i'm talking about with the program how deep it go uh mars had a great point he said Coming to America showed a different view of it, and that's true because that was the first time yes. oh, Africa yeah. was shown on some fly shit. Eddie Murphy in our city yeah. hall jumped off the plane. That's with true. Gold, that probably was it. Bullions and shit, right? Looking nice. They was like, "This American shit is trash." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of like, and, and it shows you the power of media too and programming because, like I talk about often, college didn't seem cool until a different world to a lot of black people. Like college didn't seem, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seem cool till. Niggas was wearing it in the house party movies, wearing the uh, yeah. black college sweaters, because you had to go look like, what is that? Yep. What school is that? And then you had to go find out. We didn't have, you know, readily available Google back then. Yep. So it wasn't like you just Google Howard. Like, you right. really had to go research the shit and go to the um, college office at your school yep. and, and, and look this shit up. You know what I mean? So sure. I think, like, the media has, man, the media had us so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but, but, but you know what? To, 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 like you said, it's so important for us to be. The OG, because when my kids are really affected by the Trayvon Martin, 
incident, the Trayvon Martin and uh, Jordan Davis yeah. incident. And I asked, I said, well, do you know who Emmett Till is? So it was my job to make that connection so they could see that what you're seeing and experience is not new. And there's some some history connected to yeah. it, to, to what you're saying. Yeah. And, and and then I also you know I taught you know I told my daughter about Latasha Harden. So I, I kind of showed them the different levels from Emmett Till to Latasha Harden to all the way up to Trayvon Martin. How this stuff has hit at least each generation at least most at least five times. For sure. For sure. I mean I think that is the the bridge the gap and I think media. Um, luckily. Kind of what we consider media or how we consume media is so different now. Like any one person can just have tons of influence, right? So like an Instagrammer or mm-hmm. it's it's both good and bad still because obviously you can have the information, right? You can have those smart people out there, some great Instagram uh, faces who can give you some real knowledge. You can really change your mindset. But at the same time, like this is getting to like sci-fi almost, but like at the same time, like all these fake stuff that's out, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these fake articles, fake videos, yeah, fake no. headlines, fake photos. And, and I've seen people who, like, will retweet and repost the fake shit and be going hard for it. And I'm like, <laughs> like, and, and y'all think I'm, y'all probably think I'm exaggerating. I swear, <laughs> black Jesus, this is the truth. I don't know if you saw it, Quincy. This really happened. Oh, no. This dude who's a Trump supporter... And people are like, why you don't? I don't kick all the Trump support up. I really want to see what they thinking. I be want to see the shit they on. He had reposted a picture of Mark Henry, the wrestler, uh-huh. that said, "A but- <laughs> this immigrant from Wakanda stabbed fourteen people. Oh. <laughs> he should have never been in America." Not Mark Henry. Hell no. Wakanda? <laughs> immigrant from Wakanda? This immigrant from Wakanda staff. Did he have people. a caption? What was his caption? His caption was like, this is why we need immigration reform. Because of Marvel? crazy. Wakanda person? <laughs> well, first of all, it's, it's, you, got, you got two shits that don't exist. <laughs> Mark Henry is a wrestler. Yeah. That's crazy. He's a WWE wrestler. So he's a character. That's crazy. Dude, Wakanda don't exist. <laughs> How did he go from okay? And he, but and he was like using this as his platform. Like, see, this is why (laughs) (laughs) he shouldn't have been here. Hey, man, you know what? Just shit, just like us talking about this. I, I remember like a lot of black people because they didn't really teach us this. Didn't know Egypt was a part of Africa. Oh yeah, because you know how how Egypt was presented as this beautiful. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like so, so I, I knew I, I there, there were people like, like in high school, would, would would like have debates and shit. Like no, Egypt. I don't know what the fuck they thought Egypt was. Right. Well, right. but 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 when you think about it, that's where like I think Elizabeth Taylor had played Cleopatra. Oh yeah, and and all that shit. So they wasn't trying to let us find Connect out. Connect that, <laughs> man. You know. Next up, um, let's read the um the next topic about finances and relationships. Let's let's. Is this a DM? Or it's not a DM. No, this okay. is just a different topic. Just read it finances and we'll discuss and it. Yes. Yeah, finances and relationships. This is this woman right here. I can't. I don't even know what to do to say on her. 
All right. Um, she goes, I'm engaged to be married in eight months. My fiance and I have been together for almost six years. There was a, a little over $80,000 jointly saved for a down payment of our new home. The wedding is completely paid off. Over the span of the last 24 months, I've managed to take out a little money here and there for shopping, dining, and girls' trip three times, treating myself, etc. My fiancé put me in charge of all our finances, and he barely checks the status. That $80,000 balance is now a little over $10,000, and I am mortified. Now, I'll be hot. Now you're mortified. Now you're mortified. Girl. I'll be hot, bro. I'm not even finished. It might get better. She won the lottery and put it back. No, I'm just playing. I knew I was spending, I was spending, but never imagined it was seventy thousand dollars, ma'am. Seventy thousand dollars. You never imagined spending. She $70, was balling the fuck. Out. Look, where were these girls? She trips? was going in. Okay. She, she was just. She was going on the girls' trip, and she was paying for all. Of I, them. Still have, <laughs> I still have. I still have a like, portion. It's on me. spades on me. I still have a portion of my direct deposit going into the account, but there's absolutely no way I would be able to replenish the savings on my own. My question is, how do I bring this up to my fiance and when would be the best time? I know he will ask to see a statement of our savings soon as he, uh, as he wants us to start house hunting. What should I do? Kill yourself. Yeah, that's, that's it for you. Yeah. Hey, you know, that's a red flag. That's the reddest flag. Yeah, yeah, that's a red flag, man. Wait, uh, so what is what should he do? I, I would marry. You gotta go. Yeah, I would. That, I would that marry. Has to be it. I mean, just okay. Think, but let me let me ask you guys a question because I I mean as a female I think that's dead wrong and I'm I'm you know I'm a person who's very careful. I try to be very careful with money, so that you know. But does the amount make it a, a difference? If she would have been yeah. like, oh, it, it was it was like, like a I spent thousand. I spent ten thousand. Ten thousand is missing, and I have seventy thousand. Like, does that make a difference? To me, it does. Yeah, I can't imagine right now ten thousand and seventy thousand are the exact big... same amount. Oh, <laughs> 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 like in my bank account, right? In your mind, exact I'm, same amount. Yeah, yeah. Because, the way she went about it, right? Well, well, well I, I think I think it shows she's irresponsible. Yeah, she, she's inconsiderate, and I can't trust her. That's so, it. so, so, so I mean, I mean, and you have no sense. But that's what I'm wondering too. But she made it seem like, oh, I've gone a little shopping. I did some grocery. Well, that's my thing. Seventy thousand dollars. So to me, even with the information she gave, even with the information she gave, it doesn't add up to me because I'm like eighty thousand. Yeah, like seventy. Bought seven cars. <laughs> that's a lot of money. He said she was going on girl trips and paying for everybody. Yeah, she's going on girl trips. She's like, hey, bitch, we all going. She to- went to Shanghai <laughs> and paid for all their play she trips. Three, she said three trips, three girl trips, and then some little shopping. No, no, no. yeah. So, yeah, so you that, guys are men. I want to know what what y'all all said. No red no. flag. No, well, for me, well for me, there's there's two sides to this. Um, if they had a joint account and it was for the house. Mm-hmm. And it seems that it was explicit that this is what they was going for and building for. Yeah. And he said, she said the wedding was paid off. I feel like there's a part of her that subconsciously does not give a fuck about this marriage. If you are going to dip into your household, like literally to the point where you cannot get a new home. Like, yeah, we can't pull this out of nowhere. Like we have to buy a home now. We don't have the money. That'll make sense. Well, that's a good point, Tanisha. Tanisha says, so he didn't know her enough to know not to give her that responsibility. That's what I'm thinking, too. So, this. So, that's what. The story got to be fake. Well, the problem is, the problem is, he is not. Okay, this is what I think. 
Where was she hiding the Bentleys? Uh, what what, <laughs> what I think is, if, if you are if, if you are giving somebody responsibility over something, but it's joint, you know, the, your responsibility is also to kind of, hey, what's going on? Well, you know, let's have let's have a little financial meeting. Where are we looking at now? Let's let's check the statements. Like I I get trusting somebody and and, and having having your word, but I mean, at what point do you just say, what? oh well, I'm not, and I'm not, you know what, I'm not. At all justifying what she yeah, did, yeah. I think that that's. I think it's really effed up. I just think that we also have to, um, you know, we also have to. I don't know. It's kind of hard because if I feel like I trust you, exactly. I was gonna say, but you gotta understand that yeah. trust thing is a motherfucker. Yeah, if yeah. you really trust yeah, somebody, yeah. That, 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 that's why I. I mean, there's no I, half trust. I mean, you really I, trust her. Yeah. So I, I don't understand. What was his thought process in giving her the duty? That's that's the question that. Well, he probably she probably like, just went on her seat trusting her. Like but trust are, but look, is different. But wait a minute. Some people are like this. I, wait, let me see how I, I am. Because some people, there's two different types of trust. I just trust you until you show me not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that's, that's you. I am, you have to earn my trust. I feel it. I like, feel it. You, I have to, you, have to, you have to show me why I should trust you. But then, if you ever break my trust... Because I had to work to trust you. For sure. I'll never trust you again. Yeah. I feel it. Like, 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 but he's like, I, just, I trust you, but you break it once, we're done. I would have ended, ended up with this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is trust shouldn't even be an aspect being placed in this scenario at all. Like why? What is trust? That's like me saying, I see my little brother and I'm like, I trust you to pick me up and carry me. Five flights of stairs. Like trust ain't got nothing but, to do. But 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 you know what I'm saying? I can't. The thing about me, if if I'm at a point till I have proposed to you and I want to marry you, then my trust is like at an all time high. Yeah, right. for sure. So it's not like somebody I'm like smashing. We met on Facebook, sure. and then three months I'm like, I get here all my finances. Absolutely. This is somebody I didn't already determine. Like I'm a married. Well, they married already because she said no, the fiance. Oh, yeah. fiance. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the wedding paid off. Oh, thank God the wedding paid off. At least that's why she paid enough to pay. Yeah. So, 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 so my trust level at, for her to get me to that point that means she been together for six years. She didn't pass different levels of trust. What is the semantics behind this discussion? Like, what is the... Ch- I don't even understand. So he said, all right, we're going to get married. I have this account. It's a joint account. So her direct deposit, which I'm thinking two every two weeks she's getting a check, yeah. which means there's no way she's paying off 80000 No. And no point. Well, she's saying a portion of it. So if it's joint, they probably had decided, this is going to come out of mine, this is going to come out of yours, and we're going to save for a house. Yeah. That seems normal. Right. right. But how, why is she in charge of it? Is she just in charge of the the password? Well, maybe, <laughs> um, maybe. But maybe, well, maybe, but maybe, maybe that's just her. What because you know, in most relationships, there's one person who is more in charge of the financial aspects than the other. For sure. But that's so, why I said. But see, that's why I'm torn. Because <laughs> I do feel like if I you never gave me a reason to to if I'm in charge. Okay, say I'm in charge of the money, and it comes time to you know do something or pay a bill or go somewhere or do something, and, and you know there's some kind of story, there's some kind of something, and nothing nothing ever gets done. Then that that's a red flag. But you're talking about saving eighty thousand dollars over, let's say, four or five years for a house, and I just feel like the money is building up. It's coming out of my account. It's coming. Out, it's coming out of his account. It's coming out of my account. I, I'm sure. Well, both sure. of their, both of them. That's how they're saving because it's joint. Gotta be. But so, so at what point do you 
feel like you have to sit down and say, now me personally, just because I, how I am with my, like, I, I'll give you, okay, this is what's going on. Like, that's how I am. For sure. So that's why my mind is like, do we never sit down and discuss it? Hey, how are we going? What's the statement? Where we? She sure. said he just wants to see the statement because we're about to get ready to start house hunting. Well, but for me, I'm all like, okay, well, we need to see where we going, how far are we going, how far. But are we also, going. we also gotta understand if she's if she's a black woman. This she's not. I saw a white woman in my head when I read. You it. did. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm a black woman and I don't know how to spend. No, because I know black women three, since the beginning of time is I'm gonna put it back. That shit, that shit builds up. Your, how many no, times your mama no. took your your candy money from school? Hey, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm gonna put it back. The most nonchalant, like you almost believe it hey, for hey, a second, hey, the first hey, fifty no, times. Oh, I'm gonna put, put it back, bro. You can't tell me like like oh, you need to go, take the Uber. No, I'm, I'm just you just pay pay me your Uber. No, no right? I won't, I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, because I know how dangerous that could be. Next thing you know, I'm seventy five thousand dollars in the hole. Because I took two Ubers. And I, again, like I said, I think that's different because I do think something has been left out of this DM. I mean, yeah. they've been left out of this I scenario because I'm like, 70000 is a lot <laughs> yeah, to spend right. and turn around and be like, oh, shit, I spent 70000 Let's see. Let's break it down. So they say it's for like four to five years. That means they're putting in at least $10,000 each. They say it's like $10,000 a year. A year, yeah. So over what one year? How long did she take to spend she this? She didn't say. She just she just didn't say. So she must have. And I deleted it because I got. They're it. engaged. I want to say at least a year, and she spent eighty thousand a year. <laughs> that means she spent more than what she probably makes in five years. In five years. Well, 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 plus, you got to remember means, there's wedding that money that's already that money, shit. That means she's irresponsible. Well, well, as a human, like she just gets well, just well, because it, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like cheating in a sense. Where, like, you see the relationship going good five, six years in, you never really think good. At this point, something is going to happen. And then, it's, I don't know who the fuck she started hanging around. <laughs> she must have been hanging around some shit. <laughs> or who she met. Seen crazy uh, or whatever. And going it seemed crazy. like she just completely went left. Because <laughs> a lot of times, in, in most relationships, the, the woman is in charge. Uh, finances. The, the finances. Why do you guys deal. think that is? As men, why do you think that because is? Because I think that women are in charge. Most yeah. times, women are more detail oriented. Yeah, more. Men detailed. are better with big picture shit, and women are better with details. Mm-hmm. Actually, so the big picture is like I got eighty thousand dollars. And your and, details will say, okay, nigga, this is how many payments we gonna need to make. You know what I'm saying? So and, I'm like, here, do that. I actually think uh, traditionally, men have have been in charge of finances, and. Um, they're the money makers, right? And they kind of just... No, I even think when they were the money maker, like my granddad, like, they were in charge of making the money. Yeah. Right. yeah but yeah, even yeah, then, yeah, my yeah. grandmother was in charge of the... Really? Yeah, I, think of that's, the bills. I think that's in the minority. I think majorly, like... Actually, fun fact. So, uh, last weekend, I went to this event that was literally about uh, women and money. And it was about um, making more women empowered to handle money and talk about money. So I think um, I don't. Maybe it's reversed. I don't know. But at some point, um, and I could probably look up some more of the statistics that I, I did. At some point, women were not handling money, and they were not comfortable dealing with the idea of money. Could be because they wasn't working for a while. Could be because the man wasn't making all the money. Could be because they were just worried about the family aspect or whatnot. Um, I think it could be a, a white person thing, but I think that. At some point, women were absolutely not worried about women. Yeah. So I think culturally, it's yeah. a, I think it culturally, because I think culturally with black people, 
almost to, I would say, 80% of the families I knew, Maybe the women were in charge of stretching that dollar. She gave $20 out of, yeah. and she wants groceries for a week. Yeah, That's sure. what she does. A man can't sure. do that. We're going to buy food roll-ups. For sure. I'm Dumb shit. Give you the $20. Sure. No <laughs> meat. <laughs> bread. All the We're going to go buy all all the dollar bacon. <laughs> And just some cereal. Three cans no of beans, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> $20, no $17. Why is your bacon $17? We only have $20. Right. Yeah. We need breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. We need breakfast. 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 It was the man would make the money. He'd bring that shit home. And a black woman was stretching that shit. And to, sure. like, I watched my mom do some amazing things with yeah, $200 and three big-ass boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, for sure. watch my grandma do the same thing before her. Yeah, for, like, and there was one point where my grandma and granddad pretty much was taking care of everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> you right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah um, and... I've only lived with a woman once in my life, and that's us. I made the money, and she paid the bills. Now I suggest you don't give her your credit card, because that's what she goes That's on. a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Don't give her your credit Credit card. And that right. pre-Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm still paying for that shit. <laughs> so is there one person that should be diagnosed to handle the... Agnes says she hid that money under her titty. Bank of grandma titty. Bruh. I don't think... What I think is... What I think is, if there, if, if 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 you have to find out what works for you as a couple. But what I do think is, if you are some, you know, you're the man and you're a child, you, you're bringing them or whatever it is you do. Because at this point, we're both probably, you know, contributing. She says she has the right to come or whatever. I think it's only responsible um, if you are doing something big like that to, you know, constantly have little. You know, finance meetings and spot check how things are going. For sure, you don't want to be hit with a surprise, and it doesn't have anything to do. But see, that's the thing. Maybe he feel like from the conversations they had, the way it was set up, there shouldn't be no surprise. But no, but but I agree with that because of course, if she's like everything is okay, that's fine. But uh, also, you know, we're talking about a very huge purchase of a house. Yeah. So I, you know, now she says I know he's gonna want to see the statement. So to me, it's clear that she has probably said some things to him that's made him feel like it's okay. Yeah. I'm talking about. Forget them. They're done. She needs to just go from there. Yeah, she got to take that like W and you, go. Yeah, right, right? And then he needs to take his $10,000 and try to, you know, put it down here. Like, I would be I hot. Know. But, you know, for me, so I, think, I think just as far as we talked about finances and relationships, I think whatever works for you works for you. And if you don't feel like there's a need, but I think just as, just as a people, we need to be more financially literate. I think as a people, sure. we need to make yeah, sure that absolutely. things are okay, you know, and if you do see any red flags, like, you know, maybe he didn't see any red flags. I don't know, but well, I, think about I mean, it. for me, if, if for me though, I would, if you're going on three trips and you shopping and stuff like that, as as a man, I'd be like, well, what, what, what you mean? You got a raise? But that's what I'm saying. But think about it. Even in regards to this she conversation, just set it up how, in regards know. to this conversation and talking about black people specifically, we are the first generation that is even probably able to even think about having these types of conversations exactly. where we can have eighty thousand exactly. dollars in savings. Exactly. We're the first generation where we can talk about investing some of our extra money. Right. Because like, sure. our parents, because like a lot of people, and I, you know, I don't like this revisionist history. A lot of people like to try to blame our parents for not teaching us to be fiscally responsible, and I'm like, they didn't deal with money they in the same they, manner they, we did. All, they didn't make money yeah. the way we did. They literally were in survivor mode, living from check to check. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can blame them for not teaching us to be fiscally responsible because, one, they weren't taught, and they were coming out of a 
post Jim Crow era where black people were just being able to have a living wage. Right. So I think we need to be careful with how we speak about those that came before us because we have a luxury and I would that tell they you didn't this, have. Even like as far as my parents, you know, um, once they did, you know, learn and decide to they, uh, I mean, be it in their forties, fifties, they were pa- they passed it along to us. This is the mistakes that we made. This is yeah. what we're doing now. This, so, so you know that that happened. That happened. It's currently happening. Yeah, I mean, it's not like our parents was investing in hedge funds and just like keeping it quiet from the kids. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, just, you guys didn't tell, tell you know. us nothing. But I think that is just important to. I mean, I guess if day to day and operations are cool, that's fine. But when it comes to something as as huge as a, as a purchase, a house purchase, we gotta kind of spot check. Okay, where we where where we at right now? Where are our savings at? What's going on? We do want to stay, you know, we pay for the wedding. So I think big things you do have to like kind of look at things and see things and make sure that you're on the same page outside of me just telling you, oh, we're good. You know, it's seventy thousand in there now. It's seventy one thousand. It's seventy two thousand, and you going down and down to ten thousand. I can't. I can't believe it. Yeah, you're still. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. But so that scenario. I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, big things like that. You know, you you gotta do. You have to have a business meeting. You have to, you know, you have to decide. It's, you know, you have. You can't just go by. Yeah, everything is cool. I mean, I'm about to go to Dubai. Yeah, I'll that's why I, I can't even imagine you. I, I, I don't know why he would do that. Even like you don't, I don't know. Like I, I can't. understand. I mean, I understand the trust aspect of it. Okay, because you think that we both put money in account. You know, it's coming out of your account. She said it was a joint account, and and a direct deposit was coming out of hers. So I'm assuming it was also coming out of his. For sure. So you know the money is coming out of your account. You know it's going on. You know the way. Whatever you know, you know. And I'm sure being the woman that being a woman, she was able to talk her way into things were fine. For sure. You know, no, I but, can understand that. But now she, now she, if she's saying she knows him, that she knows he's going to want to see a statement because they're about to start house hunting. To me, you know, outside yeah, of man, I said, big pictures. Yeah. Sure. If something big come up, uh, I need to, I need to see right. the money. That's exactly what. Like, what's going on? Like, where are we at? Let's spot check things. I get here that. I definitely get that. I mean, I, I understand, right? Outside I've of had, the, you should, tr- you should be able to trust somebody if you. That's what you're doing. I, I get that. Definitely. I mean, I think it would be even hard to to check, right? Like, I think I, I've had savings account where I forgot they existed yeah. over like one year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so to let a savings account go that you have like four or five years, like a side savings account that you're and not even worried about. Yeah. I can understand how you get like... But it's a joint account, so to me that means you have some type, you have access to it as well. I don't know what in charge of it means. Like, well, what are you doing in charge of the savings you, account? Well, it's a joint account... Fellas, make sure you get that joint savings account on your mobile app. Yeah. So right? take the third by the time you get like that you third. Like, you see it all. Like, I mean, you, for me, it must mean that you like, must not have access to it. Joint, to I think, what I think is joint means, joint means that they jointly deposit money in it. Yeah, he like puts his deposit. So only she got the password? Why wouldn't they both have the password? You know what? Because so she can spend $70,000. <laughs> it got to be. She, this is a plan. This is a plan to still. Yeah, I still don't understand how she got the $70,000 with three trips. They're, um, they're, but, they're, they're done. So, uh, that's why I say she probably is a white chick. I, I, when I read this, I saw... She went to the French Riviera or some God, shit like that. I can't even imagine. So, she gonna marry anyway. At this, uh, at the like event I went to, it said, one of these things were posted, they had like random statistics posted up, and it says, 80% of women avoid talking about money with family and friends. And they go to a whole thing about how they should change that, but it's from the Fidelity Investments Money Fit Women Study of 2015. 80% of women allegedly avoid talking about money with their friends and their family. How do they get that statistic when nobody talks about it? I really don't think that's black women. 
Yeah, and I probably would have to look at yeah. where they got their stuff. No, no, no. From, I get, but... I get what you're saying, but I because I really don't feel like that's a black black women will love to talk about money. I feel it. Yeah, I think so. Especially too. if they especially got some. 2015. Especially if they got some. Yeah, I think that. I think so. I think that's even like Latino women and stuff, they be hustling. Hell yeah, and they gonna let you know. Yeah, we see too many on Instagram who they will literally put their stacks on Instagram. Talk about for sure. They don't like talking about money. Twitter was it was invented 2015. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think guys feel emasculated if they? Women know more about their money than they do, or they just don't care. I think it depends on a guy, right? Um, I think if you have a dude who comes from that old, super old school way of thinking, he probably will. I think if you're talking about most our generation under, I think we look at money way different. And I think it's because, probably because, like we spoke about, we've watched our moms handle money and take care of money, take care of whole households, right? Especially the ones who grew up in single. Households with single moms, mm-hmm. so the way you view a woman and money is going to be totally different yeah. than somebody who like that's they dad handle everything and wouldn't let them look at the books. That to me, that's rich white yeah. people shit. Right. Where it's like your right. wife can't look at the books. Your wife don't know how much you make. You just yeah. give her her allowance. That's shit that we don't even have. We don't have the resource to even pull that shit off. Yeah, right, 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 right. Because everybody, everybody's money needs to be in the pot to pay these bills. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So it's a whole. Sure. I think it's a whole different mentality when it comes to that. But I think because of that, I think because a lot of dudes have watched their moms make the money, they don't view a woman making money now as emasculation because it's a norm. Not not only just make the money, but like handle business. Yeah, handle it. Like how yeah. you was talking about your mom had to fix. She had the money to fix the car. Yeah. So she bought the parts, and so yeah. so for you seeing that. That means you view women, money, and handling yeah. business in a completely different way. Yeah. So to you, uh, a woman handling business is not part of being masculine. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so to so you view it as just a part of life now, not as on the masculine side. Right, right. If right, that right, makes right, sense. Right. You know no, what I'm saying? Sure. Like it kind of grays up that this is a man's role, and which I think is totally different now these days too. Like a man's role versus a women's role, uh, traditional gender roles, and, and traditionally the way things were handled, yeah. I think is very different. So I think, because like, you think about it, even on average, most black women are going to make more money than black men. Statistically speaking, now, women, black women are the most educated group that in America. Is, black women are making more headway in America as far as corporate America. For sure. So they're making a bigger rise. So that means. By far and large, most black women are going to be making more than their male counterparts. So that means I think even the way we deal with that conversation is going to change too. Because that means you're going to have more partnerships in marriage as opposed to I make the money, you shut up and sit at home. For sure. I don't think it's, I really don't think it's been that way for a long time. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, plus, I think, I mean, women are going to be making more money than men until men can start to harness the power of Instagram. <laughs> We're not catching up to that. We can get no that time to check. Yeah, that Instagram model is very lucrative. I wish you would have thought of that first. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, for sure. I think that. Yeah, I think it is a, a, a culture thing for men and how men and women of each perspective or each uh, respective cultures and ethnicities think about money because yeah. 
Because if you talk to somebody who's Armenian, it's really like the men handle that oh, shit. for sure. And the women don't ask no questions, but you're going to sure. get everything you want. Exactly. But don't you ask me how much I make. Like, yep. even if you have your own job, I still pay for everything. Like, so yeah. I think that's a very cultural thing there, right? Yeah. Like I said, with black people, it's just like, yo, we figuring out how to get by. Period. Like, especially like yeah. our parents. <laughs> we figuring out, so all the money got to go into this pot. If you get a little extra money over here, we can use that for this. Like, you know, so right, I think right. it is a very, it's, I think it's a cultural and a class thing. I think culturally, it's going to determine how you deal with money with your 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 mate, mm. and then class is going to determine it. Because exactly. you think about all the dudes who like were doing all those crazy deals and getting arrested, and the wives were like, "I had no idea." Oh, right. right I right. really believe those wives Legit. had no idea <laughs> all the shady shit. For <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, and and I think that's a class thing because like he's so rich. Why would she ask questions? There's no way. He's so rich. She like everything's taken care of. Why would I need to go ask what's in the savings account? Yeah. <laughs> Period. He's going to work. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He's like, all right, go to Pilates and yeah. go get the kids. Very and everything is taken care of for you. So why? So then when you get a Ponzi scheme, why would she think there was a Ponzi scheme? Because everything is good. Everything is paid for. So, But I do think we do need to have more conversations now about how we will deal with um, financial longevity. Um, more conversations now how we would deal about investing, which is oh, I'm trying to set up a live event for everybody listening, uncouth, where I bring in an investor to talk about beginning investments. That's a great idea. Like investments for beginners. So it's like not trying to get you into big ass hedge funds or, yeah. or, or VCs and all that That's type so of shit, true. but literally like how to get you to take your extra $10 and try to make that 100 and That's then don't touch idea. it and take that 100 and make it 500 You know what I mean? So I'm, 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 we're working on that. As soon as we get a date, I'll let y'all know and I'll have y'all come in and we'll do a live uncouth show in front of a live studio audience where he, he will explain it. We got somebody who's really good at it. Um, he'll do a really good job of explaining the beginning aspects of it because I know a lot of the reason that it's hard for uh, black Americans to build wealth is just because so many of us are don't have access to the information. Yeah. So Because really there's even a lot of black people who have money who don't have access to the information to sure. even grow that money. So and it doesn't take a lot nowadays. Like it does not, you ain't got to have an extra $10,000 laying around to start investing or saving or anything like that. It's so, it's very simple. I'm it's very it's simple. Yeah. It's very, it's very simple. So, Not to put you on the spot, do you uh, bank black? Okay. So, <laughs> I, I I do have an account at Broadway National. Broadway National. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Is it Broadway? But, wow, but the issue is, <laughs> I, I, no, because I want to take all, I wanted to take, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I think I'm leaving Bank of America to go chase anyway, because B of A is fucking trash. trash. Fucking trash. But I just been there so long. Um, Star Wars, for sure. Oh, yeah, I know him too, Tanisha. Like, we actually had him on the show. I'm going to bring him back on too. Um, Traveling a lot, mm, I didn't have access ATMs. to my funds the way I needed uh, for Broadway Federal. That's what it is, Broadway Federal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right, I was thinking about it. Because <laughs> right after I opened my account with Broadway Federal, and then we went to France, uh-huh. I had issues. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's no way you going to get that. Yeah. For sure. Okay, that makes sense. No, because I had posted a status not so long ago. I think it was One National something. Whatever yeah, One National Mikey was another versus. good one. But I um, think actually One National probably got more uh, national access, access than Broadway Federal. Probably, because I never heard of Broadway Federal. You can always do a savings account, too. Yeah, just to, yeah. Just to have you know, 
support. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I posted the status of like, anybody on my blog, so I must do a referral code. If anyone has one, let me know. And like, look, no likes, no comments. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a valid, that's a valid um, issue. Is. I think uh, a lot of times, too, transferring and doing different things is a little bit difficult. I mean, if you do want to support, you know, you could do, you could do a savings that you're yeah. going to put away $80,000 for your and, For sure. and this is one of the unfortunate <laughs> things about trying to build something black in America yeah. is because we've been so behind and so behind the ball when we try to build something our resources aren't like we don't have the money and late fees that Bank of America has exactly, so man. we can't run shit the way Bank of yeah. America do like so <laughs> our, our app is not going to be like Bank of America's yeah. app our, like all the shit that they are able to make convenient for us is hard for a black owned and this goes to not just banks, but black-owned businesses everything. and everything. Like, it goes to, like, you know, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. She was like, why black people, when they open businesses, they make shit so expensive? And I was like, well, because there's so much that goes into that because they don't have resources to do mass production. So if you don't have resources to do mass production, that means you're going to pay higher prices on every single thing because every single ingredient you buy, you're not buying at the same rate Target is buying it. You're not buying it at the same rate that uh, Walmart is buying it at. So, it's so much that goes into it. And if you see any white person as well, they come out with starting their business, they shouldn't be super cheap either. It's just, no. We just happen to always be a little extra critical on black and we're more accepting of white people charging more money for shit. Exactly. We're like, oh, it makes sense. It's about, we don't even think about it. It's just like, this is it. But once we look at the black person, then we start like, oh, shit. Like, is it this? Yeah. Is it that? Like, even on literally the one national, uh, the comment section is flustered. It's just like, they charged me an overdraft fee, blah, 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 blah. Why are you guys doing this? Like, dude, this is still a bank. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> you still buy the same fee. And that's, that's the thing, too, because we are, like, I've seen a couple of posts, and it was so weird because I've seen three of these posts in the same week where they was like, People always tell me support black business. This person did this. I'm never supporting black business again. I'm like, wait, so this all one one black person right. did this, so just fuck all black businesses. But I see that so much. I see that a lot. And I'm like, it's weird to me though because like we know fast food places have been fucking up your orders <laughs> since the beginning of time. And I never see posts like McDonald's didn't give me that bag of. Fr- I'm never you coming back. Fast food again. You never see posts like I went to. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like. like Ladies messing up their nails, their hair, there's bank fees, money, all types of stuff that gets fucked up constantly. Constantly. But let a black person fuck it up once. That's it. I'm never letting a black person touch my hair again. I'm never letting a black person touch my nails again. The customer, and it's funny because like I hear black people complain about customer service so much, and I'm like, I've been living in LA my whole life, and y'all not gonna tell me these Koreans <laughs> right. give y'all good customer fucking service. <laughs> Y'all not gonna tell me they give y'all good customer service, right? That's 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 out of there. <laughs> that's how I see them yell at them. I see them talk crazy to y'all. I see them be disrespectful, for sure. and y'all laugh that shit off. For sure. Y'all think it's funny. For sure. <laughs> Come on, man. For sure. For sure. Yeah, let someone be late on anything, shipping them some shit, especially on Amazon. I see that shit all the time. Overcritical on, on black businesses. Black shows, black everything. Well, I think we have a different criteria when it comes to black shit in regards to how we operate. And again, this goes back to that program we was talking about earlier and, and how we even view. Because when it's a black business, you automatically, like, when I come here, they better speak to me off right. Like, you have these certain expectations of a For black sure. business that you don't have of any other business. So, soon as they fuck up, you, like, 
I was waiting. It's almost like I was waiting for you to fuck up so I could say this is why I don't fuck with black businesses. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Agnes? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. Like, you see, I've seen so many people. Like, I walked in, it took three minutes for somebody to say something to me. Yeah. I'm like, how many times have you went to a sushi restaurant they and you said nothing to you? Like, nothing. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. I have very good experiences with black businesses. That's pretty much all I patronize now. And I'm very aware of. Um, you know, making sure that, that that that's something that I have made a conscious decision and effort to do, and um, I, I've never, I haven't had any issues. We have, we just have people come on the show, very professional, very. You well, know. and you know, Ron said it all the time too. He like, if you do see those issues, instead of blasting it on Yelp, won't you go to the management and say, "Hey, you're a black business. I'm trying to support y'all. This is some things I have some issues with. Can we?" figure it out yeah. you know uh, Agnes said I go to Jamaican restaurants and them fuckers ask like you begging them for food that's every Jamaican restaurant <laughs> like that's that's literally the if you go to a Jamaican restaurant you know that's the vibe yeah they ain't got shit either. they ain't got shit <laughs> oh can I get a meat pie they ain't, ain't got, got no meat pie shit. <laughs> can yeah. I get it or I ain't got no <laughs> that's just what it is no beef but like it's no kind of like you know, you know what it is when you go to a Jamaican <laughs> restaurant like but that food gonna be fire exactly it's the payoff you gotta take it's the payoff you gotta take we got a Mount Rushmore uh, for this week. Yeah. So, uh, I went. I took my mom to a concert uh, on Sunday. It was uh, Stephanie Mills, Patti LaBelle, and Charlie Wilson. I feel like everybody took their mama to that concert. Yeah. I didn't. It, it was a good uh, look. It was a good mama concert. <laughs> good mama concert. <laughs> but man, the old niggas there was off the chart. <laughs> I can imagine. They, yeah. man, the conversations that was going on. Them niggas like, we back tonight. Nigga, I, One night man, only. It was 1976 and that motherfucker all over. Oh, it, shit. Trying to see if they still got it? Yeah. But, you know, amazingly, they all sound, I mean, I didn't know Stephanie Mills was 62, Charlie Wilson 66, and Payla Bell 75. And they all still sound exactly the same. So I was wondering why I was thinking, if it was four people that you could go back in a time machine and go on tour with, like you get a tour with them in their prime. Ooh, who will it be? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. I didn't even know this is not fresh four, but four. playing with them or no? Just, 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 you just, just want to go on them just, with, just, to see them tour and exactly. watch it. Just watch so it. They, yeah. So they're they're so they're they're they, here. They, they, they're no longer here. Or they? It doesn't matter. No, no. I mean, they. You said time machine, so. Yeah, oh, you said time in their prime. In their prime. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, their time they machine. They can either so. not be here or it could be their prime. Yeah. Because okay. I feel like Charlie Wilson's prime is not, to be honest. He's yeah, actually, I think yeah, he's, he's better yeah. now. Um, first of all, I would have, it would have to be Prince because I don't even, not even necessarily for his music, but I think it just seems like there's so many Prince stories out there that people <laughs> talk know, about. I do around I just I would have to watch him like like you disappearing, you floating. Like everybody says these stories about Prince. I, I would have to you know the butt cheeks out. I don't know. It would be, um, definitely MJ because I mean classic, classic MJ. He's that's what you know that's what um, where I would go. I've never seen her in concert, but I guess everybody says she's great, so we'll go with Beyonce. Um, that ain't no damn time machine. Yeah, like, time you said her prime. Go tomorrow. She <laughs> did her prime. She had her prime right now. Go yeah. forward. Go forward to next week. Hell. Then I'm quick Beyonce. That's my person. You said they could be. So 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 Beyonce with Destiny Child. Yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Not at all. No. no not that one. <laughs> no. Yes. No. I'm picking Beyonce. 
My top she could be a week. Next la- week. My- Coachella. Okay, I'm going back to Coachella. So last year? Yes. It's still a time machine. This is bad use of time machines. Yeah. Don't pick, don't choose my time machine. Okay, it's mine, my Rushmore. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's my, this is Chandra's hour. Okay, Chandra hour. Thank you. I don't even want to pick another one. Y'all make me feel bad. It's tough. No, because they make me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to you. No, don't come back to me. Okay, we won't come back to you. No, I'm going to pick another one. <laughs> Women. Uh... So I heard about this legendary tour that I literally always wish I could build a time machine. There was the first tour where Rick James took Prince to open up for him. Uh, that was my shit. Can you imagine the backstage fuckery? Yeah, that was probably that was one of mine. There's a story that because because Prince was tearing the shit up, and so Rick James they say Rick James would be petty. And try to find different reasons to find Prince. Oh my God! Because yeah, you know Prince and his crew, they was coming out in speedos and shit, sure. playing and thongs, guitar. So Rick James told them, like, look, y'all come out here, y'all, y'all. Rick James are all people. Y'all come out here taking off y'all clothes and shit. Like, I'm finding everybody. So Prince and them came out in suits. <laughs> the last song, they said, "Fuck it." They took off their clothes. They got naked again. So Rick James had a fit. That's so crazy. yeah, yeah, that, that was, was that. that was well, so I talked to a friend of mine who was like, he's been around all that shit for so long, and he he gave me a tidbit of that story that I didn't know. Do you know why that tour ended? Why Prince and Rick James tour ended? Why? Like you said, Rick James was always fucking with Prince, always doing shit, talking shit to the revolution. Mm-hmm. So finally, on the last, when I guess Prince had it, he was done. Snigger Prince goes on stage and does an hour of Prince versions of Rick James songs. Oh. <laughs> he does Rick's old show. Oh. How do they even laugh? And kills it. How do they even laugh? Prince style. And they said Rick wanted to kill this nigga. So that's why he, because he hated his ass. I, but but he never articulated why he hated Prince. He just, he just, just, so you just know that he yeah. is. So so that makes sense. So I would go. I would go back. That would be That's one crazy. that I would go back That's to. Some stuff I think I would take a time machine to the original Motown review, where they had the Temptations, the Supreme, but they had them on the bus in the right, movies. Right. Um, I would take a machine, go back there. Um, oh, I would take a time machine and go on the um, UK tour with Queen. I was thinking that, like they stadium tours was. Something to behold. And lastly, uh, I would think I would go on the uh, time machine and do the bad tour, the Michael Jackson bad tour. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, it's on me. Yeah, go ahead, bro. <clears throat> bro dang, shit. He used. To, I got two of mine. Uh, the 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 Rick James Prince tour, and I, and I actually had a buddy. His uh, dad was like a bodyguard for uh, Rick James back then. I remember he telling me the story how Rick James put cocaine in the air vents in his house, <laughs> closed the windows to and, breathe cocaine, <laughs> and cut on the air condition while everybody was partying. This and so good. cocaine was blowing through the air vents and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this. So, 
I definitely wouldn't probably be drug free <laughs> back then. Because I've never done no drugs or anything, but I'm sure. I'd probably, probably be a fucking crackhead by now. <laughs> but that, uh, the, the Motown revival, because I would have to sit next to David Ruffin. <laughs> to see what the fuck is going on. Uh, um, the, uh, the, uh, the Jacksons, um, the 84, what was that tour? The Victory Tour? The Victory Tour. Oh, hell yeah. I have to go on the Victory that's Tour. One. That's a good one. Yeah, the Victory Tour with that's the Jacksons. That's, that's right when Billy Jean hit and shit and took his brothers. And then uh, the tour with uh, uh, New Edition, Albie Shore, and Bobby Brown. Ooh. Like, like, like in the, uh, that's like early 90s, late 80s. So, yeah. Those was I dig it, I dig it. All right, I'm thinking long and hard here. Uh, my answer is going to be very different from the rest, I think. First up, Michael Jackson. That's off top. Very easy. Got to go with Michael Jackson. It doesn't matter what tour it is, except this is it. Yeah. Sad face. And y'all are... God damn. I want cool, too. Um, oh. And then I'm going with Tool, my favorite rock band of all time. That's a good one. Uh, I'm not... A fan of mosh pits, but I think I would indulge. Time machine, take you have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do the whole thing. So a tool, Michael Jackson for sure. Uh, my third one, um, I think I'm gonna go with Kanye West. <laughs> I don't know which one, which tour. Free. Not a dropout, please. Nah, bro. Uh, bro <laughs> I'm going a little after that. I'm going with like. Oh, okay, he the flashing me, lights out. He called me bro. So Graduate, I don't know you, gradu- no, not graduation. How old are you? 27. Okay. You call me bro. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. He had to be in the 30s. I knew. Um, I think I'm going with... Uh, Pablo? 808s and Heartbreak. Pablo is so great, but not that one. Um, graduation. No. Gradu- I like Graduation. Graduation's great, too. I don't know, man. There's so many. I'm using two of them for Kanye West. You can't. Yeah. You can't use two pimp articles. <laughs> yeah, right? Any of... Honorable mentions? Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's not too many old school cats that I would be raving to go see. Um, I think I get, I get it. I think I get it. Um, I don't, I don't have the same nostalgia I do for a lot of the older, the older dudes. If I had to pick the dude that keeps popping in my mind, but technically he doesn't have a tour that will work, is an actual Little Wayne tour if he actually did his mixtape. So that's the only gotcha. thing that I think I'll have a, a blast at, but. You know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't do his mixtapes on. So my tour. honorable mention would be there was a tour. I think it was L Cool J tour and he had NWA opening up for him. Yeah. That's probably tight too. That would have been good. Uh, and that was like I think, before Strap Copy got big. I'm not a Jan Jackson fan, but I think Rhythm Nation probably was uh, a yeah. really good tour. Ooh, I, think that, I think I think I yeah. think I probably would have enjoyed her on that, just from like the videos yeah. and stuff like that. Does Vans Warped Tour count as a tour? Hell yeah! I think I would go to one of those because as a kid, I always wanted to, always wanted to go to one. I thought they were the coolest things in the world. That's how I thought about Sprite with Mix. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were one of the coolest things in the world, and I just recently, like literally, like three weeks ago, I've. I've uh, gathered a pretty big appreciation of, like, punk rock. Just, like, fuck the world, fuck the system type shit. Mm. I think I would do, like, Rage Against the Machine when they brung on, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Maynard from, from Tool, and they did, uh, 
oh, fuck, what song is it? Whatever. He, they did a specific song when they brought him on, and he did it. Crazy ass scream. I think I'll go crazy at that tour. Um, for me, it, it would have been this uh, this Marvin Gaye Gladys Knight tour that was going on like in the early '80s, and there there was a point where they performed. I heard it through the grapevine together. together, and uh, because you know they 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 both you know they they both, they both uh, made the song the number one hit, and there was a point where they came out on stage and they actually performed. I heard it through the grapevine. So none of us wanted to see Stevie Wonder in his prime. Mm. In his prime? What about Luther? In his do I do? do see, I, I can't do. see Luther. I would never see myself going to. I think that's a woman thing. I've never seen myself yeah. like raving. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe on a date. Maybe on a date, I'll go see Luther. We used to listen to Luther yeah. live a lot. A lot. That's funny. I, I like never. My, my parents were cleaning up their Saturday. Like, there's a couple Luther joints that I like because of my mom. I don't think there's of any course, Luther joints yeah. that I like. Myself, like when I hear uh, made me think of my mom and my aunts, right? So I like it for the nostalgia for them because that was they joint. But I don't think there's really a a Luther joint that I'm like, this is my joint. Whenever I think of any Luther song, I'm thinking of like my aunties and mom, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's connected to them, yeah, more than it's it's great, great feelings, but uh, yeah, great. I would like to see uh, I would like to see James Brown. Ooh, James Brown, yeah, young James, yeah, like young yeah. James, really young, like like, like real bow legged James. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting to see Maxwell in his prime. I haven't seen him yet. He keep canceling. His voice hurts. His prime just passed. I know. Yeah. So I, could go yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I was thinking maybe like Bad Boy and Biggie, but I don't. I, I don't, don't want to deal with the bullshit. I don't need Tupac. I don't need Tupac pulling up all That's that I shit. It would be the most fun part. I said maybe. maybe yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think I saw them at the right time. Yeah. What, what's that? Two just years ago with the Bad Boy tour. Yeah. I don't want to like like I like. Tupac, all that shit that was going on, I want to enjoy the show. Well, I probably would like the Biggie show. I like a bad boy show. I think the bullshit would have been like trying to go to a Death Row tour show. Nah, Back yeah, then. nah. <laughs> like a 95 yeah. uh, nah, nigga, Death I'm Row not show. Hell no. Nah. Because you got to remember, bad boy was more some pretty boy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you ain't, ain't too much shit was popping with Mace, Puff. Yeah. Yeah, the, no. the thuggest nigga really was big. Yeah. For sure. But sure. Death Row, I'm not going to know. All them niggas going, they going to fight the audience. Yeah, that was like a. Uh, like that's the only tour I know with niggas. Gang recruitment the tour. That's all that was. Yeah. That was just animosity in those tours for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the animosity tour. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a dope name. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Wait, damn. Yeah, that was a good Mount Rushmore right there, man. Yeah, that's tough. And now I just started thinking about rock. I'm like, I really wish uh, white boys would get back into rock. Start Dude, I was talking band. to somebody about this the other day. I was like. First of all, scene LA used to have sport. such a dope music scene that's gone. For like, sure. like there could be, like, I, I could go to whiskey. Like, from Wednesday to Sunday, I could find dope shit to do. So right. I go to whiskey a go go on Thursday. It's gonna be some dope rock shit. Friday night, I'll go to the Roxy. For sure. uh, Saturday night, I will go to Temple Bar, see some dope black bands. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday night, you could do Zanzibar and see a mixture of black and white bands. Mm-hmm. That shit is gone. I was watching some reruns of Car- Car- not Carson Daly show, but the one that he had late night. Yeah, after yeah. all the uh, the three in the morning show, I yeah, like I was watching some old stuff. Him, but he just had some dope ass bands and shit. Like I always wanted to go to one of those old Roxy uh, theater bands where some dope shit is playing, and that shit don't exist. Uh, shit don't Agnes exist. said, uh, 
CB4 swept with my boss. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, first of all, I'll go. <laughs> See, hey, CB4 had some hits. They really, they had some jam. Straight out of low cash. Fake PM Dawn joint. Yeah, straight out of low cash swept from my boss and the and, fake PM Dawn joint. And I'm black. And I'm black, y'all. <laughs> CB4 had some hits. Yeah. All right, so thank everybody for joining us, man. That was a great show. Great comments, Agnes. Yo ass, you keep me rolling. Uh, thank you, Agnes. I'd like to thank uh, my cousin Ronell from A Big Coast Fish. Tell them where we they can find your podcast and how to find you. Uh, A-B-I-T Closed Fist Podcast. If you're into the Marvel craze, video games, comic books, uh, or just any type of black stuff that's going on, uh, check out the podcast just about everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Instagram, Twitter, and coming, starting in a, in a couple of months, we're going to have start having more stuff on YouTube, so uh, just about just about everywhere you find podcasts, you definitely should check us out. Definitely check us out. We're thinking about, we're about to start a, a new um, live recording slash podcast of just young voice actors of color playing Dungeons & Dragons oh, wow. to help get their, the name out there, practice... Um, and just really getting their elements so they can start playing characters that, you know, not That's dope. black. That's dude. a dope idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fresh. Yeah. I want to be a voice actor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surrounded by it. I'm like, damn, I want to. Yeah, I'm yeah. All right, dope, man. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We definitely going to have to have you back. For sure. Uh, Ron, we hope you come back next week. My bad, I forgot to hit you. Uh, you kind of don't need an invite no more. No, just come Ron, right. just bring your ass. <laughs> uh, Ronell, he reached out to me. I've been wanting to have him uh, back on the show, so you as well, especially as this election shit starts coming, we get into talking sure. like Pete Buttigieg and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have you come back. You know what I'm saying? I want to have you come back some more because I do want you to speak for that, you know, for 30 sure. and under generation yeah. for us sometimes too because we need that voice as well, man. I uh, appreciate you. I appreciate your point of view. Um, everybody in the comments, man, I love y'all. Uh, we got merchandise. We got um, merch, y'all. We got merch. Um, we have <laughs> um, merch. I'm having the Game of Thrones <clears throat> finale party Sunday night. So hey. if y'all want to go, hit me in the uh, inbox because it's invite only, RSVP only. But it's going to be fun. Uh, 7.30 Sunday. Yes, I know it's after the start time, but we want everybody to kind of get there together and, and put in your bids for who's going to die and how and all that before we start the show. And then y'all can come check it out. We can all check it out and see the final episode together. Um, and like I said, we got merchandise on Koof. So if you want some of the merchandise, hit me, Chan, or Quincy, and we'll get to see. Show them stand up. Show them your sweater. Merch, we got, got the, merch. Got the merch, got the black oh, hoodie, the black one. white hoodie, we got, white one. We we got, got trucker shirts, hats, hats, and t-shirts, yep. $10 for the hats, $10 for the t-shirts, 20 for the hoodies, we hey, got thongs, we got uncouth thongs, I mean, we got uncouth thongs, so if you need to be like uncouth, all up in that ass, it calls, it calls uncooch, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> she was like, she said something. She was like, I don't even know why I watch. She's like, cause you guys are really uncool. I don't know oh. what part she watches until she watches until she get that uncooch merchandise. Agnes said, how much are the thongs? Ten dollars, Agnes. Agnes for you. Thong yeah. for free thongs. Agnes, free thongs. Agnes, free thongs. Free thongs, all colors. Hey man, we see y'all next week. Uh, and. Oh, thank everybody who's joined the Patreon for us and who's been giving us money. Like you said, we're trying to build 
we want to do a, a festival. And it's not the fry festival. It's not the fire festival. <laughs> it's the fire festival. Yeah, it's not the fire. We're trying to do a real festival <laughs> yeah. to bring out new bands, new voices, uh, new um, merchandise, to bring out new um, vendors, you know, some dope food for y'all, and all that type of shit, dope drinks, and, you know, just a, a place to come have fun and congregate with like-minded people and to grow in the build. So um, thank everybody who, you know, rock with us. Uncouth Radio, we see y'all next week. We out.